You know. I do, you but know. I still just am thinking of the song from Dulce. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's good i mean it's a great song it really gets it gets into your skin (laughs) and then you watch the music video and you're like what What am i watching (laughs) this is delightful it's fabulous oh goodness dilsa is not a delightful no Bollywood. I'm Kim. And I'm Katie. And we're here to talk about singing and dancing and Bollywood boys. Dancing and kicking. <laughs> yeah. Leaping, Leaping. Martial arting. Prancing. Balancing on just two fingers. Your whole body. <laughs> yeah. Saving children. Yeah. Nearly blowing up gas stations. And yourself. <laughs> And yourself and a bunch of innocent people. <laughs> Welcome to Boggy. <laughs> Welcome. It's a wonderful place to be. <laughs> um, what a fun revisit this was this week. I hadn't mm-hmm. seen this movie in a long time. And there were a lot of things that were coming back to me as I was watching it, like the establishing shot of the building. I was like, I remember this place (laughs) Uh and all the boss fights. (laughs) Oh, my God. I love it. It is exactly like a video game. And it's magical. It really is. Watching this, I was like, I'm not blown away by the emotional acting. No. <laughs> I don't think that's why you watch it. <laughs> but that's not, yeah, that's not why I'm watching it. I'm watching it because of all the fighting. And yeah. the fighting is phenomenal. Like, yes. The fighting choreographer deserves all the props. Absolutely. Yeah. Really excellent fight sequences. And I didn't get bored with them. You know, like, mm-hmm. it's easy for me watching a movie with a lot of, like, hand-to-hand combat to just be like, right. all right, well, I've seen him do that move already. That's all right. That's already happened. But this, there was enough, like, variation that I was invested in all of the fights. Yeah. And I also think, too, like, our last two movies gave us a lot to talk about. I think it's yeah. fun to just, like, this is just a candy movie. And it's great. It, it really <laughs> is. And I'm excited to talk about it. I think there's a lot of comedy as yeah. well. And I will note that Shraddha Kapoor's character... Could have had more. She definitely, in yeah, I agree with that. But I like that at least we get to see her do a little bit of butt kicking. That's true. Um, and mm-hmm. also, Shraddha is just a beam oh, of pure light on screen. Yes. Like I just think that she she brings so much joy and like mm-hmm. delightfulness <laughs> to her characters. Yes. And she and Tiger together are a really fun combo. I do love their personalities together. And like, yeah, the whole like beginning of the movie, fantastic. And I understand too, the movie's not about her. The movie (laughs) is a premise to watch a guy beat up a whole bunch of other guys. Yeah. (laughs) So she is a prop in order to achieve that. So I'm not, I'm not saying that it's bad per se. It's just that I love her and would have loved to see her attitude and personality a little more yeah. in the latter half of the film. I agree. Definitely would, wouldn't have minded a little bit better for, for our friend mm-hmm. Shraddha. But, and then, of course, Tiger Shroff is our leading oh man. Gosh. Who else could be the leading man of a movie like this? <laughs> <laughs> no one. 
his hair. His hair is glorious. His hair is my favorite. This is it's incredible. Yeah, this is like my favorite. Well, um, yeah, yeah. This is my favorite tiger hair. Ranking I really all the tiger like hairs. his longer curly hair. Me too. More so than in Flying Jot, even because mm-hmm. Flying Jot, it was like straight it was straight. Up? Yeah, I like the natural wave. And I, there was one point where I thought he had gotten a haircut, like in the middle of a montage, and I was like, oh no, his hair is short now. Is his hair short for the rest of the movie? But he would just had it in a ponytail. <laughs> yes, and which I, I really love. Yeah, I do. I really <laughs> like a ponytail. It's a good look. Uh, yeah, yeah. Especially because it's not even like his hair was that long. No. Like, it was a very poofy little tiny ponytail. Yeah. And I love it. It looked great. I love it. Yeah. Also, one of my favorite features of Tiger is his smile. Mm-hmm. I just think he has the sweetest, most genuine, nice boy smile. Yeah. And you don't really see that the second half either. No, it's like he yeah. gets all serious yeah. and suddenly his hair is like slicked back and he doesn't smile. And I'm like, hmm. This isn't my boy. That's I think that's why he and Shraddha are such a good pair together because they both just like glow when they're yes. when they're playing those kinds of roles and getting to like perform those kinds of moments you just Mm -hmm. can't help but like smile and feel your heart warm exactly this movie was directed by sabir khan who i feel like maybe directed something else that we watched yeah he also directed boona michael okay (laughs) that makes a lot of sense and hero ponti which we haven't watched for the pod but we've talked about before and yeah yeah loves tiger yeah loves tiger it's a lot of fun when those two pair up apparently yeah, a lot of fighting. A lot, lot of fun, a lot of fighting. Yeah. <laughs> well, shall we dive yeah. in? Okay. Mm-hmm. We open in Bangkok. Yeah. At a building that looks super evil. <laughs> it really does. Very imposing. <laughs> yes, like if a building could have a vibe, this one is evil. And then immediately when we go inside this building, we see a, a guy like hanging from the ceiling and another guy beating him. So yeah, evil. Um. <laughs> And this is it's not funny. It's sad. <laughs> it's very sad. <laughs> this is the lair of our villain Ragov, and mm-hmm. his right hand man Biju arrives to tell him that they have found her in Hyderabad, yeah. and the her in question is a woman named Sia, and we cut to her in the midst of a fight. Yeah, but actually she's an actress, and she's shooting a fight sequence for a film. And she gets lightly injured during the filming, and her dad, who is there on set, um, he's like, oh no, my baby, she's injured! And he, like, ends filming for the day and sends her to her trailer. Mm -hmm. But then, Raghav and his goons roll up, and, Mm -hmm. you know, they kind of, they get in Sia's dad's face, and Sia's dad is like, I promise you, I'll get you your money at some point. And Raghav just slaps him. And Sia, hearing this commotion, comes out of the trailer... And then the next thing we see is her unconscious being carried onto a plane. Yeah. Like, as if you needed the music to tell you Raghav was creepy and the bad guy. (laughs) He is also just so creepily, like, touching her unconscious Yeah, he's always, like, tucking hair behind her ear. And it's like, dude, don't don't touch touch a woman when she's unconscious. Like, don't touch anyone when they're unconscious. Like, that's... Unless you're, like, delivering them to the hospital because they're unconscious. Right, and not because you put them there. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of important life lessons to be learned. Mm-hmm. Also, another important life lesson is finding out what Bijou puts in his hair. His hair is... His hair's amazing. It's just flowing and full of beauty. Yeah. Uh, I really love him. Yeah, I um, do too. A lot. Yeah. 
But so the producer of Sia's movie and her dad, they go to the police. They try to go to like a local politician. But everybody's saying, you know, there's no bringing down Ragov. We can't do anything about this. Mm-hmm. Your daughter's gone. Sorry. <laughs> Bummer, man. <laughs> but then Sia's dad says that he knows one person who can help them. Mm-hmm. And then we go to a man balancing on just his pincher fingers. Yeah. <laughs> his yep. whole entire body just stacked up on top of those two fingers as a room full of students looks on. And this is Ronnie, our hero. Um, and as mm-hmm. he comes down from this impressive pose, he gets a phone call. And this phone call, I'm assuming, is from the hospital because his small child friend Subu ah <laughs> uh, Subu is cuter than I remember is so so adorable uh, adorable um, yeah. but so he has limited speech abilities but mm-hmm. there's a doctor who can help him gain the full ability to speak and the doctor tells Ronnie that all he has to do is arrange for the money and so Ronnie then emerges from the hospital. He's sitting outside looking dejected. Um, and we yeah. can assume that he doesn't have enough money for this procedure. And that's when the producer of Sia's film approaches him. And he mm-hmm. offers to pay Ronnie to bring back the heroine of his film from Bangkok. Yes. And then he shows Ronnie a picture of Sia. And Ronnie looks at the picture and he says, Never! very dramatic storms off into the night and so the he's an angsty boy he is an angsty boy yes um and so the producer goes back to Sia's dad and is like well he's not gonna help us he apparently hates Sia and Sia's dad is like I was counting on that (laughs) so Ronnie takes a minute to think this over and we see him have some flashbacks that in this moment don't make any sense we see a funeral pyre we see Sia shouting into the Mm -hmm. I don't know, at him. (laughs) Um, So then he goes back to the producer and he tells him he'll do it, but he's only doing it for the money. Mm -hmm. Don't get it twisted. Yeah, he's not doing this. He doesn't care about her. Anybody else. Really, he's just doing it for Subu. Oh, sweet, sweet Subu. I would do anything for that that child. I think everyone would, (laughs) which is why it surprises me that only Ronnie seems to care. (laughs) But, you know, I know here we are. I Subu's backstory. <laughs> but so we get we see Ronnie get on a plane. He's headed to Bangkok. And on his flight, he reflects back on his past that has led him to this point. And the start of this flashback is Sia on a train, delightedly standing between the train cars, holding out her hand as rain falls. But then the rain stops and she starts yelling at the sky, <laughs> trying to yeah. get it to rain again for her. But so Ronnie happens to overhear Sia in this moment, and he's not really sure what to make of it, but she's pretty, so he just lingers and watches Mm -hmm. her. If you're pretty, you can get away with a lot. It's so true. That's (laughs) one of the biggest lessons I've learned from these movies. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, And she catches him watching her, and she's into it because, again, he's also pretty, so it's okay that he's watching her. You can be creepy. It's fine. (laughs) Um, but not too creepy not touching my unconscious face creepy yeah exactly there's somewhere there's a chart that's like pretty to creepy and there's a you know there's a little swoop in there Mm -hmm. 
yeah, so she's like, why are you watching me? And he's like, no, I wasn't watching you. I'm waiting for you to finish because I want to yell at this guy. And they have this kind of mm-hmm. cute, flirty exchange. And then the train lurches to a stop <gasps> and they fall into each other's arms. Oh, my gosh. Um, I know. <laughs> Who would have thought? Uh, Look, Tiger's got very nice arms. He does have nice arms. I wouldn't mind falling into them. It might hurt. It but, might. You know. very solid, <laughs> falling into a brick, ro- brick wall. But this is a very sweet romantic moment. But then Sia, she like humps and walks away. Mm -hmm. Um, And Sia is on this train with her parents. And this isn't important to the plot. But I do want to mention how her dad (laughs) spills coffee on his dhoti (laughs) and then swaps his dhoti for another man's loongi. And that man does not notice. (laughs) I was like, what magic is this? Because I want to learn it. I am always so impressed by how he manages to do that yeah the man in the lungi does like it fully turned around at one point and it does not phase him it just happened so fast he doesn't even (laughs) register his body it's like it's a work of art because like (laughs) her dad somehow gets him to turn around by being like oh look at oh excuse like look up there (laughs) yeah it's Mm. it's very we should try it someday we should yeah (laughs) we'll do that put it on not on a stranger (laughs) not on a stranger no (laughs) Anyway, so Ronnie, he's now out on the platform while the train is stopped, and he catches Sia's eye, and he blows her a kiss, and she's, you know, she's doing the sort of like, oh, you stop it, you're being too forward, but she's into it. Um, mm-hmm. And she goes up to him, and she tells him that he's got to stop trying to charm her, and he's got all the wrong ideas, and he's like, mm, but I've also got all the right ideas. Yeah, he does. (laughs) And then she says something like, okay, well, we're done here. And he's like, nope, I'm just getting started. And this is Ronnie's catchphrase (laughs) in this movie. Yeah. He's a a very cocky boy right now. Yes. When we first meet him in the film, he's an angsty boy. But right now he's a cocky boy. Yeah. And something's got to happen. There's another chart that's tracking the cocky to <laughs> angsty trajectory. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so after they have this second very cute flirty exchange, it starts to rain again. And this yes. launches us into our first and really only real dance number. Chum, mm-hmm. chum, chum. It's so magical. It is very magical. It really sounds like joyful rain. It's just like, yeah, do, 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 do. it's really cute. And I love and- it. And I love, like, the specific dance move. Yes. Like, like the kicking. At times it's very sharp and at times it's very fluid. Yeah. And I love it. And I, I didn't even realize until, like, halfway through that she's barefoot. Like, they're all yeah. barefoot. And for some reason I love that even more. I do, too. I don't know. Yeah. There's something so fun and, like, kids playing in the rain about that mm-hmm. that, that I really mm-hmm. like. And I also really like that we get a mix with the costuming here, where especially yeah. among the women, we've got some women who are in like traditional outfits, and then we've got some women who are in jeans or in, in mm-hmm. short skirts. And I just think that's fun. You don't see that a lot. It's usually very like homogenous. And this, it really right. looks like they were trying to say like, yeah, all these people just wandered off the train. They're all going wherever <laughs> right. they're going, but now they're going to dance. <laughs> we're all dancing. Yeah. Yeah. I will say my one hesitation about the dance number is I don't love love the auto-tuned no, English. I hate that part, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I feel that way when it's used again mm-hmm. in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do love Tiger with his giant muscly frame yeah. doing the same, like, the, prancy yeah. <laughs> dance. I love it. Yes. Um, yeah, I do. I love when he, he gets in there. And then they both, they have a great moment where they, like, gaze at each other as there's water, like, dripping down their mm-hmm. faces. Mm-hmm. 
it's lovely it's it's a good it time is. yeah definitely my favorite I think that's a good choice. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> this is also my favorite, but for the sake of our playlist, I'm going to say something else. Excellent. <laughs> right. I like to spread the favorites. Mm-hmm. But so over the course of this number, we do also see that Ragov is on this train and <sighs> he he spots Sia and he gets, he's like caught in the crossfire. Like her just flirtatious, joyful energy is all being directed at Rani, but there's just enough that he gets sucked into it too she's very enthralling like i understand captivating ragov but like hands off this isn't for you at this point you know at this point it's like yeah this is cute i could be into this woman but then he takes it a little too far later on when it's very clear that she's not reciprocating Mm -hmm. those feelings yeah well and honestly i think we could have been into him yeah you know like he's cute enough he is, and yeah. it, it seems like he's sweet maybe in this moment if you take away the creepiness that we saw right if you don't if we didn't <laughs> have any other context to be like sure this yeah. guy's cute yeah why not yeah ragov you could have tried to woo her the old-fashioned way and yeah. you didn't you, you were you creep really didn't we're gonna talk about it <laughs> actually i would say he does very much go about this the old-fashioned way in the worst guess, possible yes. way that is true uh, sorry the <laughs> super old-fashioned way let me buy your daughter yeah mm. <laughs> Yeah, Uh, that's not what we usually mean when we say the old fashioned way. But so everyone gets back on the train, but then Sia takes two seconds to search for her dad and does not find him. And so tells Ronnie that her dad's not on the train. So Ronnie gets off the train and is looking for her dad. But then her dad is on the train because if she had been looking (laughs) for three seconds, she would have seen him. Um, Her dad is such a troublemaker. He really is. Yeah, he's like the cause of all of the conflict across the whole movie. He's really the villain. (laughs) Let's, yeah, (laughs) but it's fine. Um, Sia, like, shouts back to Ronnie that he can get on the train, but it's too late. He runs to try to catch up, but he can't, and he misses the train. This is the one short train platform in all of India. In all of India, yeah, just his luck that that's where they stopped. So meanwhile, we see Raghav arrive at his destination, which is his father's martial arts school. And at this point, it seems like the vibes between them are pretty okay. Like, you know, yeah. he he seems to be pretty respectful of his father, and his father seems fairly fond of him. So, so there's yeah, like, that. he loves his dad. Yeah. Like, this is a weird, yeah. <laughs> Things turn quickly. Weird character journey. Yeah. <laughs> In this conversation, Raghav's dad, who I will refer to as Guru Swami from here on out, mm. um, mm-hmm. tells Raghav that he's not going to send him back to Bangkok until they get him married. And so Rani also arrives at the martial arts school and he just strides through all of the people fighting and learning and all this mm-hmm. stuff right up to Guru Swami, who is in the middle of meditating yep. <laughs> in like a big room with a bunch of other people also meditating. And he, Rani hands Guru Swami a letter from his dad who was apparently buds with Guru Swami back in the day, and this letter is Rani's dad, who is now dead, begging Mm -hmm. Guru Swami to take Rani in and, you know, (laughs) teach him to be less of a rebel and more of a human being. Yeah, yeah, because he's obnoxious. He's very obnoxious. He's like kicking over people's heads in this scene. He, yeah, I really do feel like Tiger was that kid in school. Oh yeah, <laughs> you were just always like, "Can you sit down so we can?" He learn probably something? was. Yeah, I he clearly has a ton of energy. Yeah. <laughs> 
Which I have to believe is why he got so into martial arts. Right. Uh, yeah. Like his parents just got sick of sending him out to run around the house. <laughs> so yeah. they were like, let's put him in a martial arts class. Uh-huh. And it worked out great for him and his career. So yeah, Guru Swami is not impressed by Ronnie's antics. He challenges Ronnie to a fight, but Ronnie's like, well, I don't fight old guys. But Guru Swami very easily manages to flip him over onto his back twice. So he sends Ronnie away to his humble dormitory, and this is where Ronnie meets Subu, who I guess works for the school in some capacity. I, <laughs> I he's just kind of I don't know. Is he like their mascot? Like <laughs> sure. So Raghav, meanwhile, he is competing in a boat race. And as he's paddling away in this race, he sees Sia in the crowd and she's cheering I mean really mm-hmm. cheering everyone on, but cheering yeah. him and his boat crew on. Um yes. and he gets real excited to see her it gets like a burst of energy and it's what he needs to help his team get to victory um Mm -hmm. but then instead of going to accept the trophy he goes into the crowd in search of sia but he doesn't find her because sia has left (laughs) the competition (laughs) and she's walking back through town and Ronnie is also walking through town carrying a large quantity Mm -hmm. of vegetables and they almost miss each other but then it starts to rain And so Sia starts dancing in the rain, and Ronnie looks back to see her. So he approaches her, and we get another flirty exchange where Sia explains Mm -hmm. that she is in town visiting her grandmother. And Ronnie says that they're clearly fated to meet because every time they do, it starts raining. And there's a lighthouse nearby, and he's like, let's go up to the top of the lighthouse. I hear the view is beautiful. But just then, the rain stops. And so Sia leaves, saying that if there's any connection between them, they will meet the next time it rains. Um, And this is just like the movie Serendipity, leaving it all up to fate. (laughs) Yeah, which is a a bold move. Yeah. Uh, but worked out Especially okay in depending both movies. <laughs> yeah, but I was just thinking, too, it kind of depends on the season in India, huh? It's true, yeah. I mean, I guess they're in luck that this is, yeah, it's the time when the rains are happening. Uh, yeah. Then we get this scene where Raghav is fighting another guy, and they're fighting with, like, a bunch of floppy swords. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is a weapon I've never seen before. But this is it's, where... It's almost like a whip, like a... Yeah, like a... It's like a... Because like a cat and nine metal. tails, but with yeah. but like metal swords instead. <laughs> yeah. It's terrifying. It's very terrifying. Yeah. And he, he gets distracted in the middle of this fight thinking about Sia and he gets cut mm-hmm. by his opponent and Guru Swami is there and he's like disappointed in him and I think punches him maybe. So this is maybe the start of some tensions between the two of them. Well, because doesn't Raghav then like beat up the guy who oh you're right yeah he go okay that's that's what happens he goes and beats him up and then his dad is like hey stop that yeah it's so it's not that he does like a pressure point yeah yeah it's not that he lost the fight it's that he had that reaction okay yes thank you thank you for reminding me (laughs) because like violence isn't great ragov right yeah that's not what you use your training for Mm-hmm. So then we get a scene where Ronnie is out with his friends. They're talking about Sia, and he runs into Sia's dad, but he doesn't know that it's Sia's dad, and Sia's dad yeah. doesn't know that he's talking about Sia. And Sia's dad is like, you know, well, first he like steals their beer <laughs> and food. <laughs> yep. Um, and then he's like, you should go get that girl. Don't worry about her father. Mm-hmm. 
So back at the martial arts school, things are not going great for Ronnie. He's being made to clean the floors and cook food. And he's keeps having to go through this like obstacle course with all these bells. Um, He keeps he's like also has to wake up super early and then he tries to take naps around the school. But then like (laughs) some mean guy like comes and wakes him up. Um, He finally does manage to find somewhere to nap. um, And that place is on the roof. But then it starts to rain. So, of course, he wakes up as the rain starts and he goes into town. And Sia also notices the rain. And so she is also Mm -hmm. leaving her house. But Raghav is there. Raghav has arrived to ask Sia's dad for her hand in marriage. This woman who he has never talked to... Yeah. Who he has just decided that he wants. And Sia's dad, to his credit, does at first resist this marriage proposal. But then, not at all to his credit, Raghav opens a huge briefcase full of money and Sia's dad's like, yep, sure, have my daughter. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, Sia's dad is kind of disgusting. Yeah, he is. Too, because it feels like the only reason he wants Sia to be an actress is so that he can, like, profit off of her. Absolutely, yeah. All he cares about is money. Yeah, because, like, she'll make a lot of money, but then he's like, oh, but wait, Raghav will give me more money. Yeah, now I'll get so this money immediately, deal. so I'll just do this now. <laughs> yeah, I'll just, yeah, sell my daughter without even talking to her. Yep. Yeah. But anyway, so Sia, she has left. She doesn't hear any of this. She doesn't know this is happening. Mm-hmm. She has gone to the lighthouse, but when she arrives at the top of the lighthouse, Ronnie isn't there. And so she starts to shout once more at the sky. But Ronnie is there. He's just on uh-huh. the other side of the lighthouse because she did That's didn't why you should always go around. <laughs> walk around. Another important life lesson. If you're meeting someone at the top of a lighthouse, <laughs> walk all the way around before you assume they're not there. But so he comes back to the side that she's on and we then get a love song, Girl, I Need You. <laughs> Girl, I need you. Girl, I need you. Um, yeah, I didn't write down much about this number other than the part where they are dancing on a platform in front of a bunch of elephants. That's pretty great. Yeah, <laughs> it's amazing. It's very Dilse because... Mm. In that Shah Rukh Khan film, Dulce, there is a moment when he is in, like, black pants and a shirtless and has, like, a gold necklace of some sort. Mm-hmm. And they're in a similar pose, and they're also kind of by the water. Yeah. But there aren't any elephants, mm. I think. But that was immediately where my brain went. Yeah. Like, this is great. I think, I've, I think that might be the one number that I've seen from Dulce. Um, well, there's that other one that's kind of weird. Okay. <laughs> Maybe I've just seen then the, maybe it's just the thumbnail then that I've seen of what you just described. Um, but yeah. yeah, there's the weird the weird one that's like in the desert, right? <laughs> yeah, where they're kind of just like vibing and then there's a moment when they're like kind of by the water, but he's like picked her up like by the legs and they're kind of in a weird orange <laughs> tube thing that they kind of kind of wiggle. It. <laughs> it's oh, it's so good. <laughs> Anyway, that's not anyway, this song. <laughs> oh, the other thing I, w- I wanted to say about this is that, again, I'm just like, oh, stop with, like, the auto-tuned English. I know, um, yeah. For some reason, the auto-tuned Hindi doesn't bother me as much. No, and yeah. I don't know why. Yeah, I would agree with that. 
So after the song, Ronnie walks Sia back home and she gives him a ring that she says is close to her heart because her father gave it to her and she puts it on his finger and she tells him to never take it off. And then Mm -hmm. she gives him a very quick, very cute kiss on the lips and then she runs away. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And Ronnie, I think he must stop for a drink on the way home because he wasn't drunk at that moment. But then he arrives back at the martial arts studio and he is clearly drunk. He's like stumbling and Guru Swami catches him and the two of them have an argument where Ronnie is saying like why aren't you teaching me I like I came here to learn things but nobody's teaching me you're just making me do all this stuff that doesn't matter um Mm -hmm. and then Guru Swami he boxes Ronnie's ears and then he tickles his tummy (laughs) and then Ronnie doubles over and throws up on the ground uh-huh. <laughs> so this sobers Rani up and Guru Swami mm-hmm. brings him to stand in front of a bunch of mirrors and he tells him that the only difference between a rebel and a soldier is motivation and that Rani mm. needs to be a rebel with a cause. And then he attacks Rani, but Rani is able to counter his every strike because all of mm. the chores that he has been doing <laughs> have made him quicker and stronger. So he was in training all along. Yeah, he didn't even know. He didn't even know. Love it. Um, I wish someone would do that. Like, <laughs> if that could just happen to me, and then one day I just woke up and could do martial arts, Yeah, sign me up. Yeah, you're just hanging out with someone who's just, like, clean that for me, and then you're suddenly like, yeah. ha! Great. <laughs> so then we get next a, a more amped up training montage, mm-hmm. uh, which is excellent. And the only detail that I wrote down is that this is where we see Guru Swami showing Rani the pincher finger balance move, which yes. is very impressive. <laughs> yes. I'm going to say this is my favorite song. That's a great song. Because I had mentioned it last week, yeah. too. Uh, yeah, and it's, get ready to fight. It's, it's good, okay? Yeah. And I'm not so sure what, like, the quote-unquote music video for this looks like on YouTube, <laughs> but we'll see. That's okay. We'll find out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is good. It's good. Also, Raghav has seen Rani doing all this fighting and, like, you know, he's becoming, like, the star student. And he, you know, he looks a little bit jealous of it. But he does tell Rani that one day he's going to call him to Bangkok to fight for him. And Rani's like, ooh, mm. cool. That sounds like fun. Yeah, sweet Rani. Sweet, he has sweet no Ronnie. idea. Yeah. <laughs> he's so innocent and cocky <laughs> and not uh, angsty yeah. in this not moment. Not at all. Um, But so then Ronnie and Sia's dad bump into each other in town again, and Sia's dad is like, oh, hey, whatever happened to that girl you were into? But then Sia's dad notices that Ronnie is wearing his ring, Mm -hmm. and so he puts it all together. And so then this prompts Sia's dad to go and tell Raghav that Ronnie and Sia are in love. And so Raghav vows to get rid of Rani. Yeah, um, like murder. Murder, <laughs> straight up murder. And Guru Swami overhears this and he tells Raghav that power will only get him victory, but not love, which is very mm-hmm. good advice that Raghav does not take. <laughs> not at all. Uh, because then Guru Swami says he won't allow Raghav to hurt Rani as long as he's alive. Yeah. And I just feel like people shouldn't say stuff like that when you're in an action movie. Like, just keep it to yourself. <laughs> you should know that you're in an action movie. <laughs> Be careful what you say. Yeah, exactly. And also that Raghav just is like, all right. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> we're not gonna have any follow-up cool. conversation <laughs> Um, yeah, because I think it is literally the next scene. He and his yep. dad are having dinner, and Ragov poisons him, and yeah, it's brutal. pretty casually. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's just like sitting there, still eating his food as his dad is like choking, like reaching for the water, and he just pushes yep. the water away. It's very extreme to me. Like it was a really quick change in this direction, and I wouldn't have minded seeing a little more of the like you know Ragov's the prodigal son. And yeah. Ronnie's suddenly the star student and, like, just all the tension that that would build up. Yeah. Right. And instead, I, I literally think that he has a chemical imbalance in his brain. <laughs> yeah. That would lead him to just not have any emotion and just murder people. Like, I think that's a great read on him. Yeah. That's all we can see. And for all he knows, had he gone to Sia, she could have been like, oh, yeah, I don't care about that boy. I'll marry you. That's such like, a He good doesn't point. know. Yeah. He's and never he's like, oh, talked crap. to her. Well, I murdered. I murdered my dad. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. a it's a pretty extreme reaction. But so now with his dad out of the way, Ragov sends his goons after Ronnie, who is in town at that moment buying Subu some ice cream. But then the goons roll up, and at first Ronnie's excited because he's like, oh, this is Ragov calling me to action. This is great. But then the goons start picking on Subu, and they actually, like, grab him and, like, drive away with him. I know. I was like, what does he have to do with any of this? I know. It's just, like, this poor child. You could have just gone after Ronnie straight. It's a choice. And it's a bad choice on their part because now Ronnie oh, yeah. is not happy. Um, so you won't like him when he's angry. <laughs> he really will not. Um, so he he runs after them. They stop. The goons are taunting him by literally, like, throwing Subu around. At one point, he gets yeah. his head really badly conked on a car. But so Ronnie, he just he gets to kicking. Just <laughs> he does gets those legs a going, and he's doing well in this fight. But then, like more of the goons like run off with Subu, so he goes after them, and then he comes upon them dangling Subu off the roof of a building. But yeah. Ronnie, unfazed, picks up a rock, throws it at the goons, and then catches Subu when he falls. I mean, it was a risky move. <laughs> it was a real risky move, but he 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 accomplishes it. And right at the end of this fight, he goes to smash a goon over the head with a pipe, but Subu stops him. Subu is wise. (laughs) Subu is wise beyond his years. He's like, man, you don't want to murder this guy. Don't be a killer. (laughs) So they leave, but then Ragav comes into town and finds them. And so then Rani and Ragav have a fight. And Ronnie does, like, he gets away from Ragav, and then he goes over to a gas pump, and he starts spraying gas all over the place. (laughs) I'm also just assuming that's as illegal in India as it is. Yeah, here. I don't think people would be okay with it. Also, I feel like you wouldn't you have to like put money into it to get the gas to come out. I don't, I don't know. know. Like, I've never yeah. gone up to a gas pump and just tried to like get gas. I out mean, of it. certainly, yeah. Here you can't do that, and I have to believe that that's true elsewhere in the world. Yeah. because otherwise everyone would be we'd stealing, be stealing gas, all, gas the all the time. <laughs> but. You know, we had to be dramatic. It's true, yes. And this is very dramatic. Oh, yeah. And Ragav says to Rani, why would Sia love you? Like, you can't even protect her. You can't even protect yourself. And so Rani sprays himself with gas. And then he pulls out a lighter. And he says that he's willing to die for her. And that he's just getting started. (laughs) 
Yeah. And then he does flick on the lighter. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we don't get to see what happens because then we cut to present day Roddy on his trip to Bangkok. He's now landed in Bangkok. and Who evidently to... did not die he... in a fireball. Right. So we can assume that maybe that that didn't actually turn into what it could have turned into. But we don't actually get <laughs> yeah. to see how any of that kind of gets resolved. <laughs> yeah. But that's okay. Yeah. Uh, it's intermission. We return from intermission still in the present and we see Sia who is imprisoned in Raghav's very tall building. I wonder if he's compensating for something. <laughs> I, I feel like probably, yeah. <laughs> if nothing else, just like a lack of empathy. <laughs> <You're> sure. <laughs> And Sia threatens to kill Raghav, and Raghav very condescendingly says, like, oh, that's what I love about you. You're so different. You're so feisty. He doesn't say that, but that's yeah. my read of it. No, that's the vibe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and he assures her that no one in this city can rescue her. Cut to mm-hmm. Ronnie <laughs> getting his passport stamped and leaving the airport to encounter a blind cab driver. <laughs> Um, who who relies on his brother-in-law telling him to like what percentage to turn the wheel and how many breaths until the next like turn and the next action to take i had completely forgotten about these guys (laughs) and just great comedy yeah you know yeah they're a lot of fun just good these men, what we come to learn about them is they're trying to save up enough money so that they can move back to India where the wife slash sister lives. And so Rani ends up offering them some money to accompany him to an underground fighting ring. Mm-hmm. And so when they get there, he tells the cab driver to bet everything on him. And then he yep. steps into the ring. But of course, the cab driver does not do that because Rani's opponent is huge. <laughs> Uh-huh. And that's all that matters. And that's all that matters, apparently, in his mind. But Ronnie takes this guy down with one kick. And yeah. then he looks menacingly into the security camera. And the dude who I think, it, you know, like, he's who runs this fighting ring takes a picture of Ronnie. Mm-hmm. So then we we flash back to Guru Swami's funeral, where Rani vows to uphold Guru Swami's dream of teaching martial arts to all of India. Raghav, he we hear him and his right hand man Biju talking about how they're not going to kill Rani because that'll make him look like a hero to Sia. So they're going to let him live, but they're going to have him arrested. <laughs> yes. Um. And Sia's dad is also in on this, and Rani finds out that it was Raghav and Sia who Sia's dad who had him arrested. But when he goes to tell Sia this, Sia's like, "No, that can't be true," because it was also her dad that bailed him out of jail. A lot of stuff just w- kind of gets said. <laughs> A lot of exposition. Yeah. <laughs> so Rani is trying to convince her that her dad is trying to keep them apart, and she she doesn't believe him, and she says that he doesn't understand what a daughter means to her father. Rani then replies to this, by the time you understand that that is not true, it will be too late. And so he tells Sia that he is leaving in the morning, and if she doesn't come to the train station too, he'll know that she doesn't love him. And mm-hmm. so Sia is discussing this with her mom and her grandmother when her dad overhears. And so he roughs himself up, and he stumbles into the room, and he claims that Ronnie fought him and beat him up. And then he shows Sia the ring that she had given Ronnie. 
Um, mm-hmm. And so Sia's like, okay, well, he's dead to me. And she doesn't go to him the next day. And so as we see Ronnie leaving on his train, we also see that he is, in fact, still wearing the ring. So apparently Sia's dad found yes. an identical ring to show her. Also, we've watched so many films that involve people slamming their own heads against walls. It's true, yeah. <laughs> like, it's just, huh. I never would have thought that would come up so much as a, as a theme. Right, yeah. What a trope. Yeah. Back in Bangkok in the present day, the Fight Club goons show up where Ronnie is hanging out with the cab driver and the cab driver's brother-in-law. And so they go running and there's a very excellent chase scene which features the move where Ronnie swings and like flips through the rickshaw, which is very impressive. The timing of everything yeah. is incredible. It yeah, is... I I just I wonder how many takes that took, you Right. Know? Well, and I think it's cool that we see over the credits like, you know, mm-hmm. how much work it takes because it really makes you like respect the fact that they got it to happen at least once yeah yeah Yeah. it's really impressive and then also the point in this fight where he's on a car he like runs up a car he jumps in the air and kicks a guy with both legs and then falls like slams on his back on the top of the car like ow yeah 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 it's very impressive it, it is. And I guess that's why you never skip back day. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> you got to have back muscles that can almost bounce you off the car unscathed. <laughs> exactly. Um, there's also a moment where he jumps a chain link fence and then there's just a mm-hmm. loose electrical cable nearby that he uses <laughs> to electrify the fence. With like dead eyes. Yeah. He's just like zap y'all. <laughs> But all of this has been a means of getting to Ragov's right-hand man, Biju. Um, mm-hmm. And so the goons tell Ronnie where they can find Biju, and Ronnie goes to his house, and he threatens his wife, and Biju tells him all about Ragov's building and how, you know, there's a ton of security, there are kicky, fighty boys on every floor, and also, yeah. Ragov has hired a killing machine named Yang from China. Mm-hmm. And this man, Yang, has the worst haircut I have ever seen on a human person. <laughs> yeah. Like, this has to be a wig and why, <laughs> is I, my question. I don't. I, I don't have any answers. I, but. I don't think anybody does. So, meanwhile, Ragov is continuing to be very creepy. Sia is, like, taking a nap, and he goes in and puts a diamond necklace on her while she's sleeping. She wakes up furious. She tries to fight him, and she ends up getting into a fight with, like, a bunch of his security people. And she's doing fairly well in this fight until, yeah, one, of, yeah, until one of the guys knocks her over the head and knocks her out. And Ragov was, like, into it. Like, he was just sitting there watching it happen. Yeah. Which, I do understand, it is cool watching a woman be awesome. Right. But she's like, also, like, it. trying to escape from you. Like, I, yeah. you're just an evil, evil man. And then I think he kills the man who knocks her out. Uh, yeah. Which yeah. is fair. <laughs> yeah. He is an interesting guy. Um, but <laughs> he's, he is concerned, <laughs> he is concerned that Sia has been knocked out. So he rushes her to the hospital. He calls Bijou to be like, she, we're taking Sia to the hospital. She's been hurt. And Ronnie overhears this cause he's there at the time that this happens. Mm-hmm. And he tells Bijou 
to tell him where they're taking Sia, but Bijou won't tell him. And so Ronnie shoots Bijou's wife. Yeah. And I did remember that that's not what happened <laughs> yes, <laughs> as I was yes, watching yes. this, but I didn't remember the full, oh, what it all that's meant. Fun. Yeah. Yes. Um, but so... We love a tiger twist. Yes. <laughs> Sounds like a dance move. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it probably is with those obliques. (laughs) (laughs) But so we do see Ronnie arrive at the hospital. He throws on a doctor's coat and a mask and he sneaks into Sia's room as a nurse is bringing her her medicine. Um, Sia is surprised to see him there, but then she realizes that this is a rescue. So she knocks out the nurse and takes her coat and her mask. And so the two of them are trying to sneak out of the hospital. But Mm -hmm. Ragov catches them. And so Ronnie holds a knife to Sia's throat and kind of uses her as a hostage shield situation. So Ragov doesn't shoot them and they get away to the elevators. And Ragov then grabs a nearby fire hose and jumps out the window. <laughs> <laughs> like, no hesitation. He's just like, boom, go. <laughs> I'm actually kind of impressed. I, I was also impressed. It's a good move. And so he, you know, he lands on the ground <laughs> with the hose. <laughs> Yeah, good thing the length of that worked Yeah, out. it was the perfect length where he could just, like, he doesn't hit the ground, but he only has a very short distance to go to reach the ground. Um, mm-hmm. He must have clocked this on his way in. Um, yes. <laughs> but he doesn't manage to intercept them because they have already gotten out of the building. And so they escape in the cab driver's cab. But Yang, who, the, the Chinese killing machine, his brother gets killed as this escape is happening. And so he now has yeah. a personal vendetta against Ronnie. Mm-hmm. And so the cab driver and his brother-in-law give Ronnie and Sia some contacts to help them get out and get to India. And Sia very generously gives them the diamond necklace so that they can sell it and have the money to go back to India themselves. So Sia and Ronnie get on a boat. <laughs> um, <Yep. laughs> and we get a montage flashback love song and then they arrive at a safe house and Oh wait, can I just talk about this oh, montage yes. love song? Please, yes. <laughs> I love her blue like bralette slash swimsuit top. Uh-huh. Whatever that is, is beautiful. Yeah. Like I like the detail and the color. She looks great. Yeah. But Ronnie is in jeans. Uh-huh. He is in jeans. He's shirtless in jeans in the ocean. Okay. <laughs> so those are wet jeans. Yeah. And then they're lying in the surf, being all romantic together. Mm-hmm. So now, now he's in wet, sandy jeans. <laughs> and I hate that. It's your nightmare. I hate that for him. Yeah. Literally, that physically repulses me. There, People are very wet for a lot of this movie yeah (laughs) like people must have been so damp and so uncomfortable yeah (laughs) did you have anything else you wanted to say no that was it i just really needed to call attention to the wet sandy jeans i'm glad you did that's a that's just my personal hell (laughs) Um, the only thing that would make it worse is if we were splattered in tomatoes too But what about Tiger in wet, sandy jeans? I mean, it's obviously not your preferred version of Tiger, but if he, like, walked into your apartment right now in wet, sandy jeans, you wouldn't kick him out. (laughs) Okay, maybe you would. You just literally gagged. (laughs) Don't bring that into my house. Tiger, get out of my house in your wet, sandy jeans. (laughs) Who knew? That's I guess that's my line. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't matter who you are. 
I was trying to remember what the thing was recently where I was like, even if it was a DT Roy Kapoor, I wouldn't like it. And then I thought about it and I was like, that's actually true. I wouldn't. I don't remember what the thing was now, though. I can't. It was some character that you find so not Oh, sexy. Lancelot. Yeah. Even if a DT Roy Kapoor played Lancelot. <laughs> I also just think it's so funny because Lancelot is considered like the most romantic character of Arthurian legend. He's garbage. And just like, oh. <laughs> He's absolute garbage. I hate Lancelot. I am not a Lancelot. <laughs> you know, it's a great debate if you're pro Lancelot or anti Lancelot. I'm strongly anti Lancelot. <laughs> what side are you on? <laughs> you must choose. Uh, yeah. Anyway, Look, we've all got our things. We we do. We do. Sometimes yours is Lancelot. Wet jeans. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, goodness. Okay. Anyway, after this montage love song, the two, Ronnie and Sia, arrive at a safe house. They have an argument where Ronnie tells Sia that he only came to get her for the money. It wasn't about her. And Sia tells Ronnie that she didn't even need his help to escape. But then mm-hmm. it starts to rain. And Ronnie... <laughs> He's wearing like a, a button down, which he takes yeah. off. It is very a thin, wet. And a then, thin button down. A thin button down that is very wet that he then puts over her shoulders. I don't know why, but for help. Um, it's sweet. It's sweet. It's a nice gesture. And it does then show Sia. She sees that he is still wearing the ring that she gave him. Mm -hmm. Um, And so then we get sort of like a cut together version of them explaining to one another what happened and what they thought happened and how there was this big misunderstanding. Um, And then they embrace and Sia kisses Ronnie's forehead and then his cheek and then they kiss on the lips and it's very romantic. I love it. Love it. And then we get another love song. (laughs) This one is called... Oh, shoot. This one is... is this the one that I was talking about? <laughs> this might be the one with the wet jeans. Because this is the one where they're like in the tropical yeah, setting that reminded is... me of Kahona Piarhe. <laughs> okay, that's what I was talking about. Okay. I got confused. Everything I said before stands. <laughs> copy paste here. Yeah, so love song, la la la. I feel like there's one too many love songs in this movie. Yeah, um, I'm, yeah apparently. <laughs> clearly since the one... I got confused. <laughs> It just completely blocked out of your mind. Uh, It ends with Ronnie and Sia. They're up on a cliff. They're overlooking the water. But then Raghav and his goons show up. And Raghav says that now Ronnie has to die. So he turns to Biju and Biju pulls out a gun and says, this is for my wife. And then he (gasps) shoots Ronnie and Ronnie falls backward over the cliff to his supposed death. Oh my gosh. It's very dramatic. It is. So upsetting. Sia, meanwhile, she's just numb. And Raghav brings her back to his evil building. And he's like, yeah, now we can start over fresh. It's going to be great. Um, I just murdered your lover in front of you. (laughs) Yeah. Don't you love me now? But then it starts raining. And Sia (sighs) smiles and she says, he's coming. I love that rain has now become, like, causation. Like, (laughs) you know, it's like, there's never a coincidence. If it's raining, it's because he's here. Yeah, that's the only, even here in a different country, (laughs) a different season, that's what it means. Yes. But she is correct. We cut to the outside Uh, of the building and Ronnie flies (laughs) 
into frame, feet first, uh, and he takes out the first layer of goons. Gotta admire, too, that his plan to get Sia back involves zero stealth. No. Zero. No. Yeah. He's just like, I'm gonna go in and I'm gonna fight every single dude in this building. He's going in, guns blazing, and by guns, I mean biceps. (laughs) And thighs. Guns and thighs. Um, (laughs) Oh, yes. But so, yeah, he starts making his way upstairs. He's taking down anyone who gets in his way. And Ragov sees Ronnie on the security cameras, and he turns to Biju. And we get a flashback and see that Ronnie does not, in fact, kill Biju's wife. And he turns Biju against Ragov. So the whole Mm -hmm. death scene was staged. And Ragov just cuts Biju's throat. Sweet Bijou. I know, poor, poor Bijou, but it is also like, yeah. <laughs> well, what did he think was going to happen? Uh, yeah, like, he had to. Why didn't him. he find a way to get himself and his wife out of town? Yeah, it's like after, after he happened. kills him, just be like, okay, I'm going to, I'm just going to go home, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But yes, R.I.P. Bijou. He's dead. He's dead. Him and his beautiful hair. <laughs> Series wrap on that beautiful hair. Um, <laughs> but then Ragov gets on the intercom for the building and he announces that whoever kills the intruder will be rewarded. So poor mm-hmm. Ronnie has fought probably like 35 men at this point <laughs> and he's really tired and so he there's some goons kind of coming after him and he hides from them and he almost gets away but then there's just like a random table with a glass of water on it and he knocks it off <laughs> yeah this man who has like the best like, body so control much i've ever seen yeah he just yeah. like bloop and knocks it off <laughs> But so then these goons come after him. And this is where we get one of the, like, bigger boss fights with one of the goons. Um, mm-hmm. They, like, end up in the showers fighting each other. Um, which sounds... You know, gotta get wet. <laughs> sounds way sexier than it actually is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but so Sia, at this point, she actually sneaks away from Ragov. And she gets cornered by some goons. But she fights them off. Which, again, yeah, mm-hmm. love to see her sticking up for herself. Yeah. Ragov then sends Yang down into the fray, and Yang is excited about getting his vengeance, but... Oh, go ahead. In this, that one shot where Ragov is talking to Yang, in the background, you can see there's just a lit candelabra <laughs> on a pedestal, uh-huh. like, in the middle of the room. <laughs> and it's like, I know why it's there, okay? But I also don't know why it's there. <laughs> yeah. It does not fit in with the rest of the decor. It does not, yeah. <laughs> who has that? <laughs> it's a really great question. Who just has a random candelabra in the middle of their, their like, industrial evil building? Yeah. <laughs> and, like, super modern penthouse. Right. It it's like, well, we gotta have a candelabra with fire, and we gotta put it in a weird spot on a pedestal close to some near curtains. the curtains. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's the best place for your candelabra. Um, uh, just love it. Yeah. So anyway. <laughs> uh, Yang goes down. He's enthusiastic about this opportunity to get vengeance on Ronnie, but Ronnie does get the better of him and he wins this fight. And does he break his leg too? He breaks a lot of he legs. He does break a lot of legs. I think he does break Young's leg, yeah. And I'm pretty sure he does a move that is consistent across all of the boggy films hmm. where like he'll be fighting a guy and then he'll like do something to the guy's leg oh. and then the guy and will then be like, oh, like what was that and then it just snaps yeah yeah okay great we'll keep an I'm eye out sure for that in the, the other, other films. yeah 
But only hope. he and Sia meet up, they embrace, and Rani says that only he or Raghav are going to make it out alive. And he yes. tells Sia that she can leave, but of course she doesn't. She stands by her man, and they head up to the final floor and the final boss fight together. <laughs> Raghav incapacitates Sia very quickly. And he is yeah. getting the better of Ronnie, telling him that he's nothing, he'll never win. And Ronnie gets knocked down, and Raghav then reveals that he is the one who killed Guru Swami, which I had mm. forgotten at this point that Ronnie didn't know that. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. that's helpful to, like, you know, spur him on. <laughs> which does make the IMDb yes. synopsis make zero sense. Right, because none of this is about revenge <laughs> no. until this point. But so Ronnie says that Guru Swami is alive in me mm -hmm. and that Raghav might be his son, but Ronnie has his talent. Um, yes. So Raghav is like unimpressed and he's like, well, you're on the ground and I'm still standing. So what are you going to do about it? And so Ronnie gets up. He rips off his shirt. Yeah. And then he says, I'm just getting started. Yeah. He didn't have to. To rip off his shirt. No. But he also did because it's in his contract. <laughs> I, yeah, that is true. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Forgot about that part. But also, this is the least impressive shirt loss that we will see. This is the most normal one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then they're like, we got to step this up. We got to, yeah, with each movie, we got to make this bigger and better. Um, <laughs> he then strikes a pose and uh -huh. Raghav sees his father over oh. Ronnie. He's chilling. Mm -hmm. Also, the room is now on fire. I don't... I... <laughs> yeah, at some point, the candelabra got knocked over. I didn't know down when that happened, but it happened. The room's on fire. No one's super concerned about it, though. Who could have guessed that that would happen? <laughs> but yeah, so they, they fight. This time, Ronnie gets the better of Raghav. And we get... This is so Mortal Kombat, this whole thing where mm -hmm. he's like hitting him in the bones <laughs> yeah and we you see like snap. yeah like we get an x-ray of like the, his ragov's bones like breaking under his skin yeah. and ronnie finally like breaks his skull and ragov dies yeah and uh good yeah. riddance <laughs> good riddance to bad rubbish and sia and ronnie make it home safe and sound and they go back to the martial arts school where they have put up a statue of guru swami and mm -hmm. Rani upholds his promise to teach in Guru Swami's place. And that's the end of the movie, but we do get yeah. some outtakes over the credits that are predominantly just people getting hurt. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. then Subu dancing. <laughs> Which was adorable. Very adorable. I, I did have the thought at the end of the film, I was like, wait a second, did Subu get his voice? We never really go back to that. We also yeah. never go back to Sia's dad. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I guess he doesn't matter anymore. I hope that she cuts him out of her life because he seems pretty toxic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he, like, literally everything bad that happens happens because of him. Right. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. That's, that's boggy. Love it. Yeah. Just a, a fun time. It is a fun time. I enjoyed it immensely. Me too. Um, I do think it would be worth mentioning that the other Boggy films are not sequential. Well, yeah, they're not like 
Yeah. This is not a trilogy in the sense that the next film will have anything to do with this one. Although his name is still Ronnie, isn't it? His name continues to be Ronnie. Yeah, but it's yes. a different Ronnie. <laughs> it's like an alternate universe. Yeah. Ronnie. Like, Ronnie and Boggy 2 is a soldier. Mm-hmm. And then Ronnie and Boggy 3 is an unemployed handsome man. Yeah, with a brother so... who he loves very much. <laughs> A whole lot. Yeah. <laughs> Aladdin. Yeah, his brother Aladdin. I love, like that, um, that man is like a very famous Bollywood actor, but that's the only thing we know him from is that horrible, horrible Aladdin movie. Which is, I, yeah, we'll give him his time to shine. His props, yeah. Yeah. Aladdin was not it. No. Yeah. For anyone. No. <laughs> it was like one of the worst things ever. <laughs> yeah, it's right up there with circus. <laughs> Actually, I wanted to say, uh-huh. fun fact about Tiger Shroff. Uh-huh. I'm also transitioning into my research. Excellent. <laughs> Wink. <laughs> but fun fact, Tiger is a black belt in Taekwondo. Mm-hmm. Apparently he's a fifth degree black belt. Wow. I couldn't begin to tell you what that means. <laughs> but it um, sounds very impressive. <laughs> it sounds super impressive. And he also knows many other fighting styles, mm. including Kung Fu, Krav Maga, and Kalari Payatu. Oh, that's very cool. But he's got diverse, so, diverse interests. Okay. <laughs> he does. But Kalari Payatu, also I think known as Kalari for short, at least according to the video on BBC that I watched. Okay. They were like, we call it Kalari. So I'm going to call it that. But Kalari is also a noun to be like a school of... Okay. The teaching of this art form. So if I'm wrong about that, I apologize. But when I say Kalari, I am referring to Kalari Payatu, okay. which is this, this martial art that they are doing in the film. Cool. Yeah. So the martial art that they teach at the school is actually a martial art native to India mm-hmm. that originated in modern day Kerala. Oh, the best stuff Kerala, comes from Kerala. <laughs> yeah. Like for reals. <laughs> And it is over 3,000 years old. Wow. Kalari Payatu is a combination of two Malayalam words. Mm -hmm. Kalari, which means training ground or battleground. And Payatu, training of martial arts. Okay. I mean, that makes a lot of sense. According to legend, Parashurama, the sixth reincarnation of Vishnu, learned the art from Shiva Mm -hmm. and then taught Kalari to the original settlers of Kerala after bringing Kerala up from the ocean floor. Wow. Apparently, there's also a pretty awesome myth about the beginning of Kerala that I'm like, that sounds awesome. That does sound really cool. Gotta look that up someday. I also was noticing that the movie does seem to be set in southern India, despite the fact mm-hmm. that it is, uh, they are, like, speaking Hindi throughout. Yeah. Uh, but, like, yeah, so that's interesting. I wonder if their intention was that, like, they're in Kerala learning this stuff. Yeah, I think it must have been, because it was a very deliberate choice yeah. by the movie makers to make it about this specific Indian martial art. That's so cool. Yeah, and then that was why I was so happy to learn that Tiger actually does know it. Yeah. I don't know enough to say whether that was the style in which they were doing the majority of the fighting. It'd be cool if it is. Yeah. <laughs> but the core principle of Kalari is that it should be used only to further worthy causes mm. and not for the advancement of one's own selfish interests. Ah, uh, Raga. Yes. 
Exactly. <laughs> it is historically a very honorable martial art. Yeah. And so, yeah, kind of interesting to have that context when it comes to our good pal, Raga. Definitely. But training is divided into three stages. First is metari, which focuses on body control, okay. including different kicks, leaps, and poses. Ooh, okay. Once a student has built up their stamina and flexibility, they move on to the second stage, koltari, where they practice with wooden weapons. Ooh. And this takes three to four years to complete Wow. the second stage. Yeah. And once they've completed that, they move to the third stage, Angatari, where they practice with metal weapons. Mm. And they go in a specific order with this. So first they learn the dagger, then the sword and shield, then the spear, and then a flexible sword. Oh, okay. Yes. And I was like, I don't know what that means. It kind of looked more like a rapier in like the BBC version versus like a short sword. Yeah. But maybe the metal whip thing is part that's of that. That's like an interpretation. Or that's, I mean, that I would certainly describe whatever that thing was as a flexible sword. Yeah. It was just a bunch of swords. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then after the weapon training, Kalari students are taught human anatomy and what's called the marmas, which are 107 points of the body that can be used in fighting or in curing physical ailments. So I have to believe that was like those pressure points that we saw being utilized yep. throughout the film. Yeah. I always like when you learn stuff and you're like, huh, yeah. I saw that. Yeah, mm. that is awesome. Yeah. But so that's what Kalari is. But to go back to the history of it, it was an essential aspect of feudal Keralite society mm-hmm. because all youths were taught it regardless of caste or sex. Oh. This meant that the youths all had extensive military training and Spartan-like discipline. Oh, my. Kind of cool. Like, I wonder how much of a martial society it was. Yeah. I don't don't know. This was also, like, medieval times. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, I want to learn more. (laughs) Right? But it was also used in medieval Kerala as a way to settle disputes that could not be settled by local government. Which I just kind of had the thought, this is one of the cultures that the British government decided needed them. Right. This that was like, no, we have, we have, we have a local government. And when things can't be settled that way, we have this like ancient, this honorable ancient art. art that we use and we teach to all of our children, regardless of their, their caste or, yeah. gen- or sex. Like we just, yeah, thanks. Brits. Everybody gets to know it. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> But what's amazing about them using Kalari to settle these disputes is that combatants participating in this settlement, this type of settlement, were given up to 12 years to prepare and train so that they could achieve the highest level of proficiency with the weapons Okay. before entering combat. So I also just like the idea of there being like a land dispute between two neighbors of like, no, the border's here. And then it's like, 12 years from today. By that time, you forgot what you're feuding about. (laughs) Yeah. So in some cases, professional mercenaries already trained in Kalari were paid to fight in combat on behalf of others. Trial by combat. Exactly. Like in uh, Game of Thrones, Mm -hmm. you pick a champion. Yes. Practice of Kalari began to decline in the 17th century as guns and cannons became widespread. Mm. It also coincided with the European invasions into Kerala, during which firearms began to be used more than traditional weapons like swords and spears. 
which makes sense. Like fight fire um, with fire. Yeah. But it still kind of, it still survived that period. Mm-hmm. And then in 1804, the Kotayatu War occurred in which the Keralite king, Pazasi Raja, led a rebellion against the British. Mm. Woohoo! But then the Brits did put down the rebellion, mm. um, and they banned Kalari in Kerala because they considered it a threat. I mean... They were like, use that against us. It certainly seems like it was a threat. Yeah. Not that they should have been there to ban it. Yeah, jerks. But similar to the style of dance that I'm blanking on that that I reported on, you know, not that long ago, gurus of Kalari and some families continued to practice and teach it in secret, ensuring that it survived. Cool. And then after India gained its independence, Kalari reemerged. Nice. And as it always has, Kalari today goes beyond the physical and teaches mental resilience and discipline, and it continues to be taught to people of all sexes and genders. And this BBC feature I watched also interviewed um, some girls who have been taught it who said that it helps them feel more confident and able to protect themselves. Awesome. Yeah. That's great. I really wish that the movie had done more with that because I think all yeah. I think all of the people who we see at the school are men. Um, mm-hmm. So it seems like, you know, they could have had some women in there. It doesn't seem like right. that would have been hard to, to change up. There's literally people there who, yeah. who yeah, know how to do that very well. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, yeah. well, that's all so fascinating. And it, it makes me happy to know all of that and to know that underneath right? this, like, very fun kind of silly action movie there's actually a really cool historical fighting style yeah because previous to learning that i would have assumed that the more ancient forms of martial arts would have come out of places like china yeah and so it's cool that i've been schooled on that yeah yeah very cool thank you for schooling me (laughs) you're welcome but bollywood news yeah I have some. Do you have any? Great. I don't. I almost (laughs) went to seek some out, and then I was just like, nah. (laughs) (laughs) It always feels silly sometimes when we do the news because I wanted to talk about the Filmfare Awards, which Mm -hmm. happened this past weekend. So then, like, at the point that this episode comes out, they'll have been, like, a full, like, more than a week ago. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. But that's okay. okay. So I thought I would just call out some of the people who we know and have talked about before who were victorious at the Filmfare Awards. So first, Ranbir Kapoor won Best Actor for Animal, which we're super excited about and we have on the the list for Mm -hmm. in a couple of months. And Alia Bhatt won Best Actor for Rocky or Ronnie. Power couple. I know, right? Can you imagine? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> they both won. They also had a baby. They also had a baby, <laughs> yeah. They both won for, because uh, they, they do, um, like, there's the critic's choice, and then there's, mm. I think, the popular choice. Um, mm-hmm. And so they both won for the popular choice. But Alia Bhatt also, she won last year, too. And last year, she won both yeah. for different movies, right. I think. So, like, she's just cleaning up at the Filmfare Awards, which is great yeah. to see. Shabana Azmi who played Jamini in Rocky or Rani. She won Best Supporting mm. Actress. Also wanted to mention Shilpa Rao, who won Best Female Playback Singer for Besharam Rang, oh, which is yeah. so well-deserved. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. And Ishita Moitra won Best Dialogue for Rocky or Rani. Red Chilies won Best VFX for Jawan. Um, Jawan also won Best Action. 
Yeah. So those were a lot of the wins. Animal won a ton, so I'm really excited that we're going to be watching that soon. It seems like a really interesting film. Yeah, it does. I was also going to mention a couple other quick ones here. Jawan and Patan were both up for Best Picture. They didn't win. but SR- It's crazy to think they came out in the same I know, year. right? And Shah Rukh was nominated for Best Actor for both roles. Wow. Yeah. Also, Bumi Pednikar was up for Best Actress for Thank You for Coming. Deepika was, oh, was up for Best Actress for Patan. Yeah, that was it was great to see. And Kiara Advani was up for Satya Prem Kikata. Um, mm-hmm. So a lot of our, a lot of the ladies who we love and who we loved in those movies last year were nominated, which is fantastic. Yeah. And also Siddhartha Nand was up for Best Director for Patan. Great. Yeah. Good. I kind of love him. I do um, too. Great. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. That's awesome. Yeah. My pleasure. Pluggables. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Two White Girls Talk Bollywood. We love any and all interaction on there. You can also subscribe or follow us on whatever podcast platform you listen to us on. Mm-hmm. And you could even leave a rating or review yeah. if you want it. But regardless of any of that, thank you so much for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening and join us as well on our YouTube and Spotify playlists where we keep track of our favorite songs from the movies that we watch. You can listen along with us there. We link those in our episode descriptions as well as in our Instagram posts on Tuesdays. So next week, yeah, we're doing something completely different. <laughs> It, yeah, which is going to be fun, and I'm excited about it. Yeah. Um, because we are watching something that we brought up a long, long time ago. I, it was, it's been out for a year, I think. Yeah, yeah. A full year since we mentioned wanting to watch it. <laughs> mm-hmm. We are finally watching the docuseries The Romantics. Yeah. Which is gonna be great like yeah i'm so excited yeah me too if anyone is unfamiliar with this docuseries it's about yash chopra from Mm -hmm. uh who was the producing mind behind so many bollywood classics ddlj for example (laughs) dozens of others across decades dozens hundreds i'm sure and I mean, looking through the quote-unquote cast, it's obviously, like, this, these are people right. who participated in interviews, but, I mean, it's all, like, some of the biggest names in Bollywood and all people who we yeah. know and love. I mean, if you even watch, like, the trailer on Netflix, yeah. it's just, you see, like, ten stars <laughs> and, in, like, two minutes. Yeah, it just yeah. goes on and on and on. So we're excited to watch this and learn more, mm-hmm. you know, about Yash Chopra himself, but also the films that he made and I think we're gonna come away from it with maybe some new insights and some new enlightenment um yeah yeah I'm excited about it and so because it's more of a documentary than anything we're not doing a recap right (laughs) at all we're kind of just individually watching it and then coming together and having a discussion about it um I'm looking forward to it it's a bit of a different format it'll be good The plot description on IMDb is the cultural legacy of iconic Indian filmmaker Yash Chopra, who is regarded as the father of romance in Indian cinema. Okay. Which is not a complete sentence. (laughs) No. But that's what it's about. (laughs) 
The Netflix one is better. Okay, great. Let's hear it. Bollywood stars share cherished memories and behind-the-scenes anecdotes as they reflect on the unparalleled past and future legacy of Yash Raj Chopra. Yay! So yeah, I think it's gonna be really interesting, and hopefully it'll it'll inform future viewing yes. of films as well. Yeah, I think it will, um, as well as give us things to reflect back upon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this... The whole, you know, it's four episodes, and each of them are around an hour, so if people decide they want to watch that as well before our episode, just be aware that, yeah, it's a bit of a time commitment, yeah. although really, only 30 minutes longer than, like, Joda Akbar. <laughs> Which we haven't watched yet, but when we do, well, we it's going to be it's gonna be that, that kind of a time commitment. I hope everybody enjoys this next week of viewing, mm-hmm. and I can't wait to dive into it next week. Me too. Well, until next time, remember... Bollywood doesn't need us, but we need Bollywood. Yeah, we do. And Tiger kicking butt. I yeah, I love it. I'll take it's it great. any day. <laughs> Never stop. Even in wet sandy <laughs> jeans. <laughs> <laughs>